This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. In collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, israelnationalnews.com. Hello. Hey guys, welcome to the 2NJB monthly recap. Yes. Long um, awaited. Yes, yes. Long overdue. Where we soothe your listening ears with our mellifluous voices. Mm-hmm. And you fall asleep five minutes in. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Maybe got, they make love to this. Um, if you do. I know that you do, Aton. Well, you know, let's not really, <laughs> let's not put my bedroom on uh, public display for everybody. But actually, if you do, you can go to mybedroom.com. And what, no, I'm kidding. Okay, so we have a packed episode today. Oh, yeah. We have lots and lots to talk about. It's been probably more than a month. No, it's been, uh, it's been a month. Okay, well, I don't know how to keep time, so... <laughs> Um, but we do have a packed episode. A lot of a lot has happened this month, yes, right? A yes. A lot. A lot has gone down. And the war is upon us. And, uh, yeah, it's yeah. quite a the bit. The Goyim are The thing fighting is, in again. Israel, we're always at a point yes. where the war is upon us. Yes. So we're used to it. But yeah, war is upon the Ukrainians. Uh, there's a new AG in Israel, price hikes, the NSO scandal, of course. We're going to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. our colleagues Whoopi and, and Rogan. Yes, our co, yeah, and, uh, our old friends. And a little bit about Corona, because, you know, yeah, just we can't get end, past guys. it. In yeah. the end, we'll talk a little bit about it. But before we start, before we get into it, we got to tell you guys about Masa, because they are amazing. Yes. Um, I personally was on a Masa program, uh, and it changed my life forever. Uh, I, moved, I ended up, obviously, moving to Israel, building a family here, Meeting building me. a life here. Yeah, of course. I, that's who I'm talking about when oh, I yeah. say building a family. Also, meeting my wife Sharon. No, yes, but really, Masa is amazing, guys. They give you amazing opportunities. They have tons of amazing opportunities. But here we're talk. We're here to talk about Masa Israel journey. Okay, so if you're in, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in Israel somehow, uh, and you have hopes to travel here. Well. Masa Israel journey can make that happen. How they've got an amazing range of life-changing opportunities in Israel. They have programs like GAP programs. They have academic programs. They have internships. They have volunteering. They have even have career programs. I know people who came here um, and actually started their careers through Masa. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they did all this through the pandemic, right? So they promoted options for studying remotely while living in Israel. Uh, and there's no need to be fluent. And, and you Hebrew. don't even need to, yeah, to be fluent in Hebrew, and you don't even need to break your bank account uh, because they can provide partial funding. So check them out. Uh, make a positive impact on the world. Fuel your passion and make your travel dreams a reality. Check out MasaIsrael.org, MasaIsrael.org. That's M-A-S-A, Israel.org, and find out more. Thank you, Masa. So. NSO, man. Where, where is NSO. this right now? Because I don't understand, Look, like... Here's the thing. Everyone would really want to cover this up, right? There isn't nearly anyone except for the public who has an interest to reveal yeah. the truth. 
there's one slight problem. They maybe would be able to make it uh, go away unless there was this little thing called the, the BB trials. Yeah. Because there is a trial in the in in the process, That's right? So like in prime time, in such prime a huge time, trial with the best lawyers, right? BB has the best lawyers, and Alovich, one of the other um, def- defendants, yeah, uh, has has also well, great he's a state attorney. witness, right? No, Alovich Sorry, is a defendant. Not Alovich, yeah. Anyway, so they have great attorneys, and the thing about the NSO, uh, okay, so. We had since we did the episode two two weeks ago with Professor Binhak, There's been a huge update about a week ago, again in Calcalist newspaper by the um, journalist Tomer Ganon. And a week ago, a huge headline shook the country apart, essentially saying that not only that the police. Uses, used allegedly, according to the sources of the journalists, used the NSO program, Pegasus, and other programs of other companies to spy on on witnesses, on on politicians, on Israeli citizens without a court order was basically the right uh, the, yeah. accusation, the accusation accusation. But in in the latest article a week ago, there was a the actual an actual list of like twenty four names of really really uh, influential and important yeah people who were uh, whose phones were illegally hacked by the police including including uh, heads of ministries yeah. the, like the heads Amy not the, not yeah right. not the not the ministers but the CEO the, the CEO of the ministry each yeah. ministry has a CEO and has the, the the minister so the CEOs are very important very influential so the CEO of the ministry of finance Shaibabad the CEO of the Ministry of Justice, Emi Palmol, other CEOs, politicians, and high-profile um, uh, defendants or suspects in the Netanyahu trials. Mm-hmm. At least three. And Bibi's aides, Topaz Luke and, and Yonatan Ulrich, which, by the way, when... And we, his son. And his son. Avner Netanyahu. Avner Netanyahu, yes. And, uh, by the way, when we mentioned this to Professor Birnhak, he was... Uh, to say the least, uh, he had his doubts about it. He was yeah. uh, like a bit uh, I skeptical. Don't know. Yeah, skeptical, cynical about that. But event, but according to Calculist, it and did now, happen. And now the amazing thing is, along with kind of the uh, backup and support of the media, the claim is being pr- like uh, promulgated that even if the police hacked into these people related to Netanyahu in his case. Come on, guys. Nothing is related to the fact that the charges were made. Nothing actually made it to court. Nothing influenced the trial. Yeah. These are these are minor minor yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you why are you wasting our time with this frivolous, trivial, you know, shit? So it's, that's essentially what the the um, the state told the judges uh, last week. Yeah. But what happened was that... Basically, the claim was... Oh. The, yeah. The claim was made that even if these... Uh, not, none of the... Yeah, none of the information that was retrieved from these phones no, was... No, first they said they don't know if it's true <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. And which if is, it were true, yeah. then it wouldn't matter anything. Yeah, which is amazing. It's like the... It's like my dad used to tell this joke, right? That a guy lent another guy a bowl... 
and uh, he returns it broken. And he says, hey, man, you returned my bull broken. He says, first of all, I never took it from you. Second of all, when I returned it, it wasn't broken. And third of all, when you gave it to me in the first place, it was broken already. It's like all of the claims <laughs> yeah. contradict each other. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. You you absolute dimwits. Like, what do you mean? It never happened. But if it did happen, then, you know, it doesn't matter. So we had a little break. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They can't make both claims at the same time, In, right? in the trial. So, yeah. yeah. So the, the the problem was a week ago that the essentially the, the court mm-hmm. stopped a witness because in the middle of, uh, of the witness's statement mm-hmm. in the Netanyahu trial, the first thing, uh, like, that the... That the defense asked is ab- about something that the, the, the witness said or I don't know exactly is this related to something that was collected by the police and really quickly it came to the question about how these evidence were retrieved and was it was Pegasus involved mm-hmm. and of course the persecution couldn't provide answers so the judge had said okay we're stopping the trial until you can tell us like what is what here what what was what Pegasus's was, involvement yeah. yeah yeah what here was legally collected and what wasn't yeah and until now they still since they then they requested delay and another delay and another delay yeah and uh and we're still waiting to hear what what they today, say today at 2 p.m prosecution yeah. tells court there was no illicit hacking by police in Netanyahu case State prosecutors announced that they have not found any evidence of illicit phone hacking during the police investigation into alleged misdeeds by former Prime Minister Netanyahu. No actions were taken when there was no court order. The prosecution tells the Jerusalem District Court, court which had ordered a hiatus in the trial proceedings in order to blah, blah, blah. Basically, that's, for him. that's from the Times of Israel uh, at 2.37 p.m. today. So yeah, basically they're trying to claim that nothing happened. There's a couple of problems with this. One, can you trust them? Absolutely not. And two, even if you do trust them, they're saying nothing was made without a court order. And how constitutional and how... Like how legal is actually hacking into these phones using a device no, called you like can't, Pegasus? That's the thing. There is no precedent in the law allowing allowing a court to like like my like Professor Birnhack explained yeah. two episodes ago. There is no way a court can allow you to as the police to to hack to a phone yeah. and withdraw everything, which is what Pegasus does initially. So exactly, even the claim exa- it basically mirrors the phone. Like yeah. you're looking through the person's phone. Yeah, and ba- and 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 so yeah, you can you just can't do it. So it, it's it's com- completely ridiculous to claim that it was all uh, made with court orders. Like yeah. that's that's just it's like saying far-fetched. we executed the man without due process by court order. Yes, exactly. Well, that's not going to work. But that statement that they released is a spin because in the end of the statement today they say it's not the final, it's not like our official answer. Yeah. So well, I mean, they do say by tomorrow they need to, and 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 now they think people think they won't be able to provide the, the actual answer even tomorrow, and they ask for yet another delay, and so the trial becomes a farce. Yeah. Well, the trial has always been a farce. Yeah. And we can talk a, a minute about the trial because 
I will be very surprised if they uh, if they basically call the trial uh, a mistrial. Because there has been time and time and time and time and time again reason enough to claim this a mistrial. I mean, you had the police uh, basically... Uh, um, abusing uh, abusing their powers with Alovich by by listening in on to a conversation that he had with his son while he wasn't supposed to be listened in on right and in forcing a, his a, son and pressuring his son to, to to swap lawyers and pressuring to to get information out of him right no but even worse they they you can't the police can't uh, be forcing um a suspect to change a to lawyer, change a lawyer yeah. and they told him you need to change your lawyer because his original lawyer was a, a, the kind of a lawyer that resists deals with the state right yeah, yeah. Uh, witness uh, how is how is this called like a uh, state witness deals yeah and they told him change your lawyer to someone we say you sh- should be your lawyer who is for who likes to do those yeah State and witnesses. that's Alovich, who in case 4000 is uh, purportedly have to, uh, you know bribed the benef- yeah bribed bb and is uh, the beneficiary of bb's yeah. you know actions yeah. and then there is uh, Nir Hefetz who was basically tortured yeah he's a state uh, witness he tortured was, cycle cycle no he also well, he was he, also they, they, threatened. they put they put bed bugs in his bed and basically made him you know unable to sleep and then he was th- they were they threatened him with personal information yeah. by revealing the fact that he was in having a an extramarital affair according to some publications according to some publications i mean time and time again the there have been right. serious but serious all, issues with this trial but it's all Nothing compares to the NSO story. The NSO but, story is so much And you so think it's going to make a difference? I think so. I think it's going to make some difference. I don't know exactly how. But... I will be... I will be I think really surprised. If they're cornered. They're really cornered yeah. here. Because the, tr- the, the judges... They need to see, like, real data. Real information. Mm-hmm. And, and the prosecution, they won't be able to provide that data from the police they just won't so they come hem- empty-handed they'll say all they'll have is the, the police's word exactly which means but they'll, nothing. they'll have they'll have a choice to set a precedent and say that well if by court order then all of this is kosher so it was done by court order or they'll overlook it like uh, professor bernheck explained to us there is no fruit of the rotten tree fruit of the poison tree in israel meaning they they weigh it everything everything and this is something that's unbelievable in israel and that really needs to be fixed and i you know i don't know who's the person to do it but they're gonna have a really hard time everything is up for interpretation in the israeli criminal justice system Mm -hmm. i mean some put it back to the 90s when aaron barak turned it into this politicized activist like uh, legal system but everything is up for interpretation so they have like he explained to us They'll they'll have to weigh the cost for the public uh-huh. against the harm to the public, right? Yeah. And in the end, they can simply say a judge will simply say this is an important enough trial to overlook the fact that certain evidence might have been. That's how they'll phrase it. Might have been, you know, allegedly was was uh, uh, retrieved through unkosher sure. methods. I'm not sure because it's too big. I will it's be really big. surprised. It's too big. It's just too big. We'll see. Um, we will see. I hope you're right, but I'll be really surprised. And uh, back and and so okay, so that's the Netanyahu trial. But looking at the bigger 
bigger picture here, there's a big cover-up going on, okay? They're yeah. trying to cover it up. And, of course, the media already, like, the prosecutors, uh, journalists in the media, they're, like, shooting spi <coughs> spins all over the place, saying, essentially, it's nothing, it's all good, they checked it, it they, reassure, they reassured us, the police says it didn't happen. So now there are two versions. Mm -hmm. So the, cal the calculist version which is based on a, on a deep throat, which is fascinating, by the way, and we should talk about that too. And that says, this: it happened. It happened to dozens of people, including those high-profile people. That's version number one. And on the other hand, the police, including the ex-chief of police, uh, Roni Alshech, and the, and the ex-prosecutor, uh, Mandelblit, they say uh, in interviews, it never happened. It never happened. Yeah. So and then even those claims splinter off into subclaims, right? Like the claim that said that it happened, they say they they went the police went rogue. It wasn't some kind of the unit. You know, the, the unit, unit yeah. had individual. Yeah. Right. The Basically, day. they're trying to cut off the tumor, right? At the as as you know to not cut off as much as they can. So they're saying, oh, it's just this small unit. They went rogue. They did this in, crazy thing. In the IDF, there's this joke. Yeah. Yeah. Try yeah. to the Shingimel is the guy who guards the gate of the base, right? So if someone uh, infiltrates the base, so it's all that guy's fault. Yeah. Right? It's one guy at the gate. <laughs> it's his fault. He should have stopped the if entire Hezbollah, army coming yeah, in. Invaded the base. Yeah, yeah. it's the Shingimel's it's the fault. Shingimel, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so they try to blame him on the on the gatekeeper. And uh so those two versions, like they're it's really black and white. So someone either it's either the calculist fell in the biggest fraud, right? A, yeah. a fake double edged sword deep throat who lied his way to who knows why. Yeah. Okay. Or what's the what's the story there? Or yeah. or the entire police and prosecutor are system are, the core. are rotten to the core and we can basically close the country down. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't advise closing the country down. I think we've built quite a nice little thing here and we should try and preserve it we can try but uh we'll but you're fail, right it's seriously fucking rotten <laughs> no but no but, but because 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 uh, i'll get to it in a second but the thing I'm really curious people gotta realize <laughs> yeah is that even if this is true and the police and the prosecutor prosecution do did those wrongdoings there is nobody who can charge them or punish them they can't be, there is nobody. Nobody can charge or punish them. This is our, how our system is built. Those no, people. I mean, you could are, have a, uh, like, a, what is it called? An investigative uh, uh, committee. council committee mm -hmm. that's made by the Knesset mm -hmm. that could then investigate them and charge them, no? There's no mm, system by they which. Don't have, it's interesting. Are, they don't I have don't teeth. Know. They, they don't, don't have teeth. teeth those teeth. And they also, you know, they, it's very hard for them to be trusted because, especially now with this, with the, the politicians. You know, current configuration, it's like it's against their interest to uncover such it's a against deep, the politicians' interests. Yeah, 
because yeah. the politicians are afraid also from the police and the persecution, yeah. right? And also in in Israel, there's so much like there's so much resting on the tr- the public's trust, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so fu- it's so ironic because so much they're they're always trying to preserve the public's trust. And thereby they erode it even further, right? Yeah. They're always trying to preserve it, so they try and cover up more and more shit. Like right. we can't hurt the public's trust, so we can't uncover how rotten the police is. Right. But the re- the way you build trust is by first and foremost being truthful. Yeah. But wait, talk about so a little the bit about throat, the deep throat sources. There are two main theories. One is someone in NSO. Yeah. Because the only people who had access to the whole picture is the unit in the police that was responsible on the hacking and NSO themselves, right? They obviously, they have the program, they have the servers, they can monitor everything. So either it's a source in NSO or the CEO or the heads of NSO themselves who are now in a bit of a, of a pickle, right, worldwide. I don't know if you guys know, but um, the U.S. recently declared that Pegasus is a Off-limits. company, yeah, non gratis, non grata, yeah. basically. So you can't do business with them, and that's a death stroke to them. And they need the, US, the Israeli government to save them from this debacle. So maybe they're, you know, it's... It's, it's, a, it's a Hail Mary? Maybe it's a, I don't know, it's an extortion or, or a threat, basically, right? It's just the edge of the, of the iceberg. If you don't help us get us out of this mess, we'll just, you know, we'll Seems just uh, sa- Samson this shit. <laughs> what do you think so? That's a bit far-fetched now. It's a bit conspiratorial. Unless it's true. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what conspiracy theorists yes. say. That's interesting, um, but there's nothing concrete about the sources we, of, of Tomer Gano. We don't know. No, I'm saying there's nothing concrete. Like, no one knows who no his sources knows. are. No one knows. He won't reveal. That seems to me a bit... I mean, I get I get it, right? Journalistic principles, you have to protect your sources, otherwise no one's going to come to you, right? So and, it's some really you. dark... Th- no know, one's gonna no 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 scary. one's gonna yeah no one's gonna no one's gonna share like you you ruin yourself as a journalist if you expose your sources yeah. I get that but there's something flawed there in the system because in the whole journalistic enterprise because you're you're basically you're basically uh, expecting people to believe you to trust you yeah. right instead of actually pro- like proving your claims right 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 and so a lot a lot of the time in Israel journalistic endeavors lead to criminal investigations right a mm-hmm. lot of the times in Israel it happens that way I mean I think Olmert's whole thing started from a from a, an expose right yeah um, we had Simona Weinglass, right there, there's a lot of different things that happen because because of some kind of ju- but the problem is that it's hearsay. So there's rumors floating around, and then based on that, an investigation begins instead of based on good police work or an actual good police force. Yeah. So there's something kind of messed up and rotten in there in that system as well, I think. So that's one option for the deep throat. Another one is the, yeah, is the someone in the police, someone in the unit. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really it's But scary. you know, you were talking about investigating the police, and, and one of the issues there i think is and this kind of leads to our next topic is the fact that in israel the lead prosecutor and the lead uh you know uh um 
what is it? The state attorney. lead state prosecutor and the lead attorney general are kind of all packed individual. into one role. Yeah. If you had a really, really strong state prosecutor, right? That was, you know, the prosecution is supposed to not necessarily be hand in hand with the police. So if you had a really strong state prosecutor or a really strong attorney general, then one of them might fight to actually. You know, they might have teeth against the police, yeah. and they might actually have an interest in un- right. uncovering this. They could be independent. There wouldn't be any conflict of interest. Yeah. And today, you have it all packed into one role, uh, and a new AG was actually sworn in, right? Yeah. Gali Baharav Miara, who was a nobody. Yeah. Basically a nobody who was just parachuted into this job by Gidon Saar for really... You know, dubious reasons and interests. But you know, ironically, Gidon Sar, one of his, you know, one of the bullet points on his ticket was to split those roles. I mean, he's big yeah. on splitting the AG and the state prosecutor. Yeah, roles, we shall so. see. I doubt it. So, doubt why it. do you think? What's the motive behind this uh, appointment? Um, you want the conspiracy theory? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, the conspiracy theory Our listeners want is, the conspiracy theory. Is that Gidon Sar and 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 uh, the, the other uh, ministers around him? Like, let's st- take Benny Gantz for example. Okay, he has an open inv- investigation against him or a checkup mm-hmm. that uh, already takes place for years. Yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, fifth, uh, what's it called? Yeah, the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension. Which yeah. also relates to NSO because the fifth dimension was a company that tried to sell Russia uh, information about ci- Israeli citizens that the police had. And now we can speculate that part of this information was maybe um, you, you collected, know, collected using, by Pegasus. Yeah. Anyway, it all it's all intertwined, right, guys? So... Anyway, so the ministers, because Gidon Saar is the Ministry of, of Justice, and he points the Attorney General, but it's it's a political thing. So it, it, it there was a vote in in the, in the government, right? So they need to vote. All the ministers vote about the Attorney General. So each minister and their interests. So take a look at uh, Benny Gantz. Obviously, he has an interest because. Uh, because he has an open case against him. It's not a case; it's checkup, yeah, right? But it can very easily, by by you know, by the the AG decides tomorrow morning, it becomes an investigation. The power is concentrated with In the one AG. individual. Now, some conspiracy theories alleged that uh, Gidon Saar also has uh, some cases buried in a safe somewhere. Against, against him. him, yeah, right. So he's also maybe being. Uh, so the idea here is that she is. She was put there not because the ministers want her, but the the actual system wants her, right? The 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 structure of the the justice system of the minister of justice of the AG department, the judges, the the prosecutors. They want a certain boss. Right, they don't want X. They they have an interest for Y. They want a boss that they can control. Exactly, yeah. or who's weak. Yeah. Um, or who has an agenda. Yeah. So they basically, together with Gidon Saar, put up this. Uh, this she is very. She's just a nobody. 
she was in charge of the civil affairs for the Tel Aviv district, right? So yeah. she doesn't really have the main point of criticism against her is that she doesn't have much criminal justice, criminal, like actual criminal experience. Uh, experience. Yeah. And uh, this role, guys, is the most powerful role in Israel. Yeah. Like she can prosecute, like she can prosecute prime ministers. But that's, I mean, it's funny that you call it a conspiracy because the fact that there are open cases against politicians, high profile politicians, not again, not cases because no charges, no indictments have been issued. Right. But the fact that there are these things floating around is not a conspiracy. Right. I mean, What's the case that hasn't been closed for uh, for forever, basically? The case against Mendelblit himself, right? Mm -hmm. By the state prosecutor, Shani Tsan. Yeah. Mendelblit is the previous AG. AG, yes. And, and Shani Tsan isn't the, exactly the state prosecutor, right? He's the head prosecutor. Yeah. Um, he's technically under uh, Mendelblit. Yes. But he has a case open against him for years. Right. These cases exist. I mean, they're open, right? They're 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 investigations that are opened, right? Yeah. That aren't ever closed. Yeah, these some. aren't conspiracies. Yeah, some uh, and and even against politicians. Like before Mandelblit uh, finished his role uh, a few weeks ago, he closed some cases against politicians like Arya Deri and <coughs> and Litzman. And <coughs> didn't Gabi Ashkenazi have the whole uh, yes. case open against him for a while? Has yeah. it been closed yet? The yeah, it has. It has or whatever. Yeah, the Arpaz affair. Yeah. But uh, the cases against Derry, for example, the latest yeah. case against Derry from Shas party, uh, for six years it was open. And Derry was a minister for the, this time. And against Derry, it's good, though. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah. but uh, it is it isn't conspiracy. I mean, they, these cases exist. They yeah. hang over like yeah. uh, like yeah. a sword over their necks. Yeah. And, so the politicians uh, have an interest to bring someone who they believe will help their interests. Yeah. So yeah. So it's very very. It stinks. It just stinks. It really does. It really does. And if that was you know all we uh, had to worry about, uh, then maybe we'd be okay. But apparently. The government has outlined steps to reduce cost of living, and that's always a great, yeah. great thing. It all right? started like two weeks ago when some importing companies that import the products to Israel said they're going to raise prices because prices ri are in are rising yeah. all over the world. Yeah, as we know, there's a supply chain problem. There's backups in the supply chains, and uh, because of this little this little thing, you know, yeah, um, that that an unnamed country uh, released upon the world. And yeah, so there's problems. Uh, but yeah, there's there's problems in the supply chain. And um, and that obviously causes for price hikes. Yeah, so the and, company said that we're going to raise prices. Yeah. And there was an outrage. Yeah. And in Israel, generally, the outrage leads to kind of this socialist rabble of like, you know, how could, how could our bomba prices go up how is the government not controlling this yeah it always it always goes that way man it's crazy i mean you know we 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 rant and we rant and we rant but we just at some point we have to accept we live in a communist country we live in a country that's like cut communist dna in it and so many people in israel have that kind of like communist uh 
gene in them, that socialist gene that, you know, they expect the government to control the prices. Like yeah. prices are going up. Oh, no, the government must control. And you had a little bit of an exchange with someone on uh, Twitter, right? I mean, that's true for every day, each day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But uh, Shaul Amsterdamski is the... Uh, uh, you're like, talking about Amsterdamski. Is one of the... What is he? But the, that was about another thing. It was about... Uh, what was it about? He's the head of the Khan, is the Israeli yeah, PBS, and he's the head desk. of the economics desk there. Yeah, but he released this video, kind of basically shame, publicly shaming the head of uh, a private just a corporation. Random, just a random. Now company. the problem here is, which is unbelievable, uh, the problem here is that Shaul Amsterdamski is publicly funded. He is paid for by me and Naols, and you know. M- m- all of Israeli citizens' uh, tax-paying shekels. We are paying his salary, and then he takes that salary and attacks a private individual. No, it's a public company. It's a public company. It's a public company. company. So tell the story. (laughs) Okay, it's it's not really related to the topic, but the story is... It is. uh, Absolutely related. Vaguely, because that company is not... uh, it doesn't. It's not like a public services company. But anyway, it's not like a food company that imports food and stuff. It uh, doesn't have anything to do with the prices going up. But anyway, no. But they raise prices. No, no. You're mixing between the the stories, man. No. What do you mean? They raised prices, and that was one of the stories that was happening during the last couple of weeks, where they were talking about prices going up and cost of living going up, and it's part of this fervor that's that's mm. basically happening and right. pressuring the government that, to control okay. cost That's of living. That's another tweet I had against Astrodowski, not the one about the public company. Okay, guys, there's a lot of things going on, so this is no, why. So let me, let me okay. I, I have the chain of, okay. th- I have okay. the, the, the chain of thought okay. in my because mind. Because there was so the public company debate, that was something else. You're, you're talking, talking about, about, uh, about um, what's their name, no? Knafine Company. No, I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm talking about... Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Now what, I remember. What, what's their yeah. name? Uh, Diplomat. Diplomat. Yeah, Diplomat which... is a company that imports some, uh, various food products uh, mm-hmm. and, and just stuff that you would have in your average uh, shopping cart, right? Right. So not just food products, but hygiene products yeah. and stuff like that. So Shalom Skladomsky but... was shaming in a video the CEO of the company for earning this and that amount of uh, salary. Basically, Diplomat raised a certain percentage. They raised the prices of many different products and on average they had raised the the price of products by a certain percentage and this ceo had made a lot of money that year yeah now it's and and this is unacceptable because you know whatever blah 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 it's unacceptable shaul amsterdamski is a public clerk he's basically like a, a tax official he's you know who is he you have a you, it, did the guy commit a crime? No, he's a public. It's it, he's a private uh, CEO of a private company that is making a decision that to in you know that's based on the board that's based on a lot of different things. Who cares? His job is to make money. So if he's good at it, he should be earning loads of money. Yeah, and if he manages to raise prices and still keep earning, then it's his right. It's and if like, he raises prices and they're they're 
their uh, share price goes down and uh, he can pay less dividends to the shareholders right. and to the members of the board and then he gets fired yeah. and sacked. And Shalom Stoldamsky, I wouldn't let him run a grocery store. I wouldn't let him run in fucking <laughs> anything. And uh, he, he all his life he was, you know, just a... Uh, just yeah. a second or third class journalist yeah which basically means if you're in israel if you're an economics journalist you're basically a socialist propaganda machine yeah which is all what he knows to generate but you have to And see this tweet we have to we'll share the tweet but like he basically just rails on this guy he yeah. puts his face up on the screen puts his name out and says this guy is the he's reason you. he's you should, robbing you. yeah yeah basically you should kill him basically <laughs> yeah. you should i know he doesn't say him. those words yeah, but that's the sentiment but right yeah. and and then we did a little math because uh there are speculations about how much amsterdamski is earning and he probably earns more or less the same no as, no not as this guy as the other guy as the other guy as the, as oh, the, okay that was the ceo yeah. of Knafine. right 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 but right. he doesn't oh nearly as much as the he doesn't uh, earn nearly uh, as, as much the as the other, ceo yeah. of this uh, of diplomat yeah. but he makes you know he makes way more than the average israeli yeah. he's very well off these prices are not hurting him but he's looking after the little man of course but anyway back to the to the prices rising so the government so there was an outrage and the government uh is uh came up with his economics plan yeah yeah which is one of the things that bennett ran on right this uh whole singapore plan that yeah. he was going to reduce, reduce taxes. taxes yeah that never happened yeah it definitely didn't happen Uh, the government will reduce the cost of living by four billion shekels. This is the Jerusalem Post. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett announced on Wednesday with a working family, excuse me, with the working family at the center of the plan, quote, we will reduce the tax per employee by 223 shekels per month for every child of theirs between the age of six and 12, said the prime minister. So basically, if you're an employee, if you're working as an employee for a company, uh, for every child, you get a 223 shekels off of your taxes oh, wow. every month, uh, said the prime minister. Working families who pay taxes will benefit from an additional credit point per spouse in 2022 for each child age 6 to 12. The potential value of the benefit in a family where both spouses work therefore reaches up to 5,352 shekels per year. Per child, about 530,000 taxpaying parents are expected to benefit from the plan. So, look, generally speaking, this is great. I mean, it's great. Anything where you're cutting taxes in a, in a country like Israel is wonderful. But this isn't really a serious tax. No, break. it's, a, this it's is, a joke. This is buying off constituency. This yeah. is like paying off, uh, buying voters, buying lower class family, uh, lower Not class even. individuals. Not even. It's just a balloon, like a spin to shake off the... No, but who does this make the biggest difference for? This makes the biggest difference. Notice it, right? Who is he giving a tax, pay, tax break for? People Middle with class. children. No, people with children, though. Who will work. Yeah, generally, work. this is going to make the biggest difference for people with many children, right? Per child. But so not, if you have, non -or not Orthodox or Arabs. Because no, they because don't work. Some of them, uh, uh, no, a, a large is, portion of them do work. Not the majority. No, but, but a this large is portion. only for families with two working parents. No, no, no. no. He's saying 
the potential value benefit in a family where both spouses work yeah. will be 5,300. The whole plan is for families where both spouses work. That's the thing. So this is why the Haredi and the Arabs didn't like the plan. Yeah, well, I mean, I get that. But you don't have to have both family, meaning you benefit more if both are working. Mm, not sure. But you get, I think you still get half the amount. Maybe. But uh, yeah, but it, it, it neglects completely the freelance and the business owners who were smacked and 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 just yeah. moaned who were screwed uh in in the in the, la- in the last two months yeah. during omicron the last two years last two years no but but you, when bb was here they got money yeah they got but loads they, of money they got they got paid money for doing nothing which is you know yeah. always nice yeah uh but they didn't get as much as necessarily as much as they would have yeah, been but, if they but, were able to work. But yeah, of course. But they <coughs> they got something. Whereas uh, now, for two months, the 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 country was allegedly open. But in the meantime, uh, Bennett and the Minister of Health ran a million multi million dollar campaign telling people to stay home and don't go out and don't you know move the economy. Yeah. So they told the business owners, hey, you're you, there's no lockdown. But then on the other hand, they're telling people, don't go out or you'll die. And they're scaring the shit out of people. Yeah. So, so yeah, so you can't do that, right? The, the state can't just... Can't drive a bulldozer through your business and then be like, oops. Yeah, and, and then be like... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> beep, 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 good luck. Yeah, so they want compensation and, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and they're not getting any. Um, and also there are, uh, what about, and also about this plan, what about us people like me who don't have children? Um, the people who are paying the majority of the taxes in this godforsaken country, <laughs> this godforsaken <laughs> holy land. No, seriously, the, the, the issue is that whenever anybody talks about tax breaks, it's always for the, uh, the middle class, right? Yeah. We're here to help the middle class. The problem is that the middle class and the lower class are not paying most of the taxes. Like, you, you everybody thinks the rich pay no taxes, but the rich pay a ridiculous amount of taxes. A ridiculous amount of taxes. Yeah. I don't have the, the stats for Israel specifically, but it generally breaks down the distribution is not even in the higher like if you take off the 40 the top 40 percent of taxpayers in israel the top 40 percentage of income earners then they're paying for the vast majority yeah, like of the 80, taxes 90 percent of the yeah. taxes meaning the closer you are to the top 10th percentile the more of the country you're funding yeah so uh you know People working in high tech who are earning, yes, lots of money, they are carrying the major load. Today, if you're making, uh, if you're, you know, and it's funny because it's not even that much. Uh, If you're uh, a middle to upper class individual in the United States listening to us, then this will sound like, wow, that's not that much money, but 100K. 100K salary. A month? Uh, no, 100K salary a year, year. $100,000 a year okay. puts you in the 35% tax bracket here in Israel. Yeah. $100,000, $110,000 uh, puts you in the 35% tax bracket. And Not many people earn that. Yeah. But, you know, after you're paying Social Security, that's 35% income tax. Then yeah. You're, in Israel, you're also paying Social Security 
you're also paying health insurance or health uh, tax basically and also i as a freelance i charge that and then i need to give it to the state as a freelancer just all together screwed let's not even <laughs> talk about that because that'll just depress everybody but seriously um uh, yeah i was just talking to actually a friend at I think. But think about it. Isn't I, it crazy? Like, who pays why? more than 50% yeah. off of every uh, shekel here? Well, I, ah, yeah, I was talking to whatever. I was talking to someone who works as a free, as a atzma'i, an independent. He said he, for freelance. every shekel he sells, he spends yeah. 53 cents he pays to the. Right. Meaning more think than half of the Think about it money. that I, as a freelance, charge that for my client and give it to the state and. Why shouldn't I get a cut from it? I mean, I'm I'm literally doing the, the collection, right? Like in yeah. the mob, I'm the guy like going through You're the, the tax business. collector. You are <laughs> the, the tax, tax man, <laughs> and I don't get anything in return. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And the and the idea that it like it's a tax on you, right? A sales tax on you. It's a yeah. sales tax on the person who's buying. Anyway, um, so yeah, so ridiculous. the prices are rising and there's a huge... But what I wanted to say yeah. is, so as a freelancer, you're paying more than 50%, but as a uh, employee at a company, if you're making uh, more than $100,000 a year, you're paying basically 50% of your of your income right. uh, to the state. Yeah. He said, as a tear drops from his eye. Yeah. Um, it's painful, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's painful to see when you're when your paycheck comes in mm-hmm. and you see half of it just <laughs> down the drain. Just half of it. Yeah, yeah. You and if you think about it in work hour terms, right? Every half an hour you work, it's meaningless. It's for the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 your so life is and 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 <laughs> your life is you ex- yeah. If you ex- explode, <laughs> this is the problem, guys. What's you the give, word? Extrapolate. Extrapolate. Yeah, life is meaningless. Yeah. Meaningless. Uh, if you give Noor a finger, he'll take the entire <laughs> arm. Um, you got. He's like. It's like quick. It's like the pessimistic quicksand. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it really is. And and the problem. That's the issue in Israel is that everybody is is complaining about how little they're getting from the state, but they're not, generally speaking, the vast majority of the people who are out there holding signs, complaining about how little they get from the state are not the people who are who Pay. are paying for what they're getting. Yeah, yeah. And they want to do price control, like the politicians yeah. are forming like committees and they want to do price control and it's just ridiculous. And and they create this because in Israel you can I was arguing again today on Twitter with someone he was like yeah you know the he was like the problem is the because so those companies like diplomat they have this uh, agreement with let's say Gillette right so yeah. they have this agreement when where only diplomat can import Gillette products to Israel okay and that's legitimate like two private companies right doing a contract of uh, exclusivity What's the problem? And he was like, that's the problem. So the state should not allow uh, contracts of exclusivity. And I was like, what are we talking about? Like, there are other products. If there was a free market and you and I could import other products freely, but we can't because when you, if Eitan, if you and I want to open a business to import um, sausages from Italy, yeah, we literally cannot do that. We, yeah. can, we, just, we just can't. But because the Ministry problem. of Health... Only the, the, the regulations from the Ministry of Health 
right? Uh, will will not let us do do it. Yeah. Not to mention the state won't let us import non-kosher meat, and there's there's like thousands of regulations. It's just impossible. And but it goes wait, for all but you're the saying, you're saying the country signs a contract with Diplomat? To, no. And they're the only ones allowed no. to import Gillette? Or Diplomat signs a contract with Gillette? Diplomat signs a contract with Gillette. Yeah. Of exclusivity. Yeah. And the guy on Twitter says uh, that's the, the problem. The state should not allow it. The state, the state, should, state should, not should, allow, should not allow co- uh, companies oh, to ridiculous. sign exclusive importing deals. That's the problem. Like, are you crazy, guy, man? That's a monopoly. Yeah, that's a monopoly. And no, this it's is, not. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not a monopoly. You have thousands of other deodorant. Like, we could, uh, you and I could import, like, an Indonesian deodorant we don't even know about, but we can't. The state yeah. won't let us. And then there's customs. Yeah. Which are just r- skyrocketing. So the state created the problem in one hand, and in the other hand, they are forming p- committees to oversee prices. They're just, they're just absolutely, re- you know what's a monopoly? The only, the, you guys have to realize, the sooner you realize this, the better off you are. The only, first of all, the or, the the origin of monopolies is from the state, right? The, the East uh, India, uh, the uh, Dutch East Indies, right? Of, of imports was basically a mandate to only allow imports by a certain company. The, the the origin of monopoly is from the state. It's from the uh, the authority of the state. You are the only person allowed to do X, Y, or Z, right? That's the origins. And that is still how it is today. In a free market, the only person to have a monopoly, a real monopoly, is the state. Up until recently, Israel had a monopoly on uh, the ports in Israel, right? You only had state-run uh, ports, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one in uh, Haifa and one in Ashdod. Mm-hmm. And thank God that Bibi uh, fought that really, really difficult war against you know what inevitably is the out uh, is the outgrowth of state monopolies, which is so bad. China is now the yeah too bad, owner. but it's better than nothing, you know. Criminals is always the outgrowth of state monopolies. So you had these really criminal families yeah. running the ports. mob. Mobs like, like in the <laughs> like in the TV show in the The Wire, yeah, just like in season two exactly of The Wire, exactly like that. That's what we had. Yeah, Hassan in uh, in Shdod uh, and the Turjeman in Haifa, and they were running the the ports, and and then eventually the the we privatized, and now there's some competition, and that's where monopolies lie. And now, but the, this is what drives me crazy: is that always when when it when they attack the private companies for price highs, they always call on monopolistic behavior, right? It's always monopolistic or or they have a, uh, I just saw a headline, they have a uh, monopolistic control of the market, mm. right? Meaning they own like 40, 50, 60% of the market. It's like, you idiots. That's always how distribution works. Like always you're gonna have a powerful player that owns like a vast majority, right? That's just how distribution is across nature. You're gonna have someone that's powerful and they're like 60, 70%, and then everybody else is scrapping for the leftovers. That's just how, until someone else comes across, comes up, is better, defeats the big guy, and becomes the new king of the hill. And that's what competition is. Yeah. But that's not a monopoly, because that's 60%. When the government comes in, they take 100%. Mm-hmm. Like you have with the uh, trains in Israel. There's one train in Israel. One electricity provider in Israel. It can go on. Who uh, owns those? Cement. 
Water, right? Water. Who yeah. owns those? The state. It's just unbelievable. Anyway, no one, no one will uh, care. No one will care. <laughs> no one will care. <laughs> it's you all falling everyone, on deaf every, ears. You drove everyone off. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're like, all right, we're here, we're here about by ourselves, and we didn't even start to talk about Omicron. Let's talk about Whoopi though. Ah, uh, Whoopi. Yeah. For making Whoopi. Uh, Why couldn't yeah. she have just like kept making Sister Act, Sister Act Two, Sister Act Three, <laughs> Sister Act Four? I liked her in Sister Act. Yeah, yeah. She played this this nun. Yeah. Um, it was a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. But you know, she's not funny anymore. No, <laughs> she is no. as far as funny as it no. gets. Yes, yes. You wanna you wanna tell us what happened? Uh, everybody knows, right? Two of you go, but said the uh, Holocaust uh, <laughs> is a white people's problem. <laughs> yeah. Basically, oh, just white people killing other white apologized. people. She apologized. Of course, of course she did. And I think the best point I heard about it is like stressing the fact that she changed her name to Goldberg. Yeah. To make it in show business, which yeah. is racist. Uh-oh, it's a black person problem. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like... Anti-Semitism, it's like, anti-Semitism just got black. It's, uh, yeah, it's... Jew facing, Jew name facing, yeah, is what yeah. it is. Yeah, and, you know, not to mention that one of the most racist, uh, anti-Semitic uh, people in the United States today is a black man, Louis Farrakhan, right? Um, By the way, did you anti-Semitism hear? is only white people against white people. Did you hear about the whole Helen Mirren debacle? No, um, ah, about her playing Golda. a Jew. Playing a Jew and Jew Golda. facing, yeah. uh, Jew facing, Jew facing. Yeah, there's been criticism that <laughs> uh, uh, by by Sarah Silverman, she said it's Jew facing, right? <sighs> the the makeup to make her look like Golda is Jew facing, and if a like why why Sarah's Helen... been been holding on to that one for a long time. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. just please cast someone non Jewish in a Jewish role so I can <laughs> use the Jew face. <laughs> Jew nosing, yeah. Jew nosing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so there, there was also that. But back to Whoopi. Uh, yeah, she's an idiot. What can I say? <laughs> she really is. Yeah, she really is. It's, I mean, it is. It is. I think we can make an interesting discussion whether or not Jew really is a race, right? I mean, the Nazis thought it is, but that doesn't mean it. It was. I don't know what's the answer. Like, if you when you see uh, an Ethiopian Jew. Or a Yemenite Jew, or uh, and uh, and a German and, and Polish Jew, are they all the same race necessarily, or na- can't we be just one nation without being one race? Like it raises interesting questions. If race Whoopi- race in general is an interesting question, right? Is it a social thing, or yeah. is it a social construct, or is it right? Yeah, uh, is it something actually biological? And I think there's a mix there, right? And there's a mix of like obviously race has biological elements in it. Um, but, uh, I mean, it stems from the fact that you have some kind of gene in you, right? That you're born of a Jew. So you're a Jew, right? It's, it's not just like you converted to Judaism. So you're a Jew. Uh, I don't think that's what, you know, the anti-Semitism really is about. It's about, you know, you being a Jew or you but being you black. you can't really tell a Jew. You can't tell a black person, right? Yeah. So there's there's race, which is skin color, and then there's race, which is not, right? I mean, you can't argue that the Slavs aren't like an ethnicity, right? An ethno group 
that are, ethnicity that are and race different, the same thing? That are different than, so that's a whole discussion, but yeah. they're different than, they're obviously different than like, you know, the uh, Indo-Europeans or whatever, right? There, there's a different group of people. Um, but the idea, the, the real problematic thing that she, I think that she was saying is that it was, it was white people against white people. It was white people problems, the Holocaust, right? Mm. It was just white people being shitty to white people, right? And it just completely, completely erases the whole issue of anti-Semitism, which is like the one people that have been persecuted for the longest and suffered the most across history. Like, more than the African-Americans? Yeah, way more way more you guys want to play the victim card on us we'll beat you in that game every day uh, we got we got thousands of years Plus of slavery victim cards they killed us all yeah but if you want to take one out of our playbook whoopee the trick is to stop playing the victim card and to pull out the i'm gonna take no more of this shit card right that's the card you want to be playing not the victim card stop playing the victim card How so Take the I ain't gonna take no more of this shit card. That's the card that we took. We built ourselves a country. Right. And we made ourselves a little corner of the earth to live on. And we don't take no more shit from nobody. And obviously that's racist because I'm making a I'm black voicing. <laughs> but anyway, we don't take no more no more shit. We do not take no more shit we from nobody. Not, <laughs> give it to me um, in the British. Uh... We do not take no more shit from nobody. <laughs> Um, we don't, and that's what you should. You should make a fucking life. You know, that's what the black community in the United States should do. And some do do that. Yeah, lots of people, lots yeah. of them do. Lots yep. of them do, and that's great. And then, and stop playing the victim card. You're a black person in the United States. You probably have it the best off in the like better off than anybody else in the entire world. Thanks to our surname culture. Our what? Surname culture. Surname. 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 What are you talking about? Like Goldberg. Ah, yeah, so thanks to Goldberg. Yeah. No, but it's, it's you know, it's thanks to the values that Whoopi Goldberg lived upon, which are, that's the, that's the problem is in the left. Being a nun and No, but that's pranks. the problem in the left is that so many times leftists preach completely opposite from what they do. Yeah, Meaning for Whoopi lives. Goldberg, right? It's like the Emily Moati. 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 Yeah, uh, she came from nothing and became like one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Yeah, she came from herself. nothing. She she worked hard, diligently, persevered. Yeah. But she's talking about how, you know, it's all about oppression and we're all, you know. No, yeah, you yeah, lived yeah. a life of personal choices you know, you prove that it's possible. So, yeah. what do you want, basically? That's yeah. what you should <sighs> preach. What's gonna happen in Ukraine, man? You uh, think it's gonna? It's apparently uh, nothing, <laughs> according to the Israelis that are there. Apparently, I, there are planes taking off with empty seats. I actually to heard today uh, an expert estimates that it's all it's a all show. big farce. Yeah, that he won't do it in the end. He won't. Putin. Yeah. But I, I got to say, I, I understand Putin's strategy because he, he, he looks around him. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nobody, nobody to willing. stop him. Yeah. And, They're basically and, begging him to just come And in. the Ukraine yeah. was part of, of the USSR. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's not unprecedented, right? Yeah, but that's, yeah, so that's Putin's... Putin's whole thing is to try to restore the legacy of the USSR, right? Yeah. And make up for yeah. for uh, Gorbachev's mistakes and yeah. 
and yeah so bring it back together if so. not now I, it's like the best like biden is 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 his does he even like i saw recent interviews he's like he's gone yeah you saw the oh you sent it yeah. to me yeah the one where he's like the in, uh, Iraq Iraq uh, to Ukraine <laughs> he has like, no idea what's going on so like it's the best now is the best time for Putin it's he like is, he, what is going on with that man he's like Biden yeah he doesn't he doesn't exist anymore like he's like I think one day he's just kind of kind of like be blown away in the wind. No, one day you'll like, see him on TV and he'll, and he'll be like really like full of life and 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 uh, and full of energy and it turns out it's it's deep fake. They'll <laughs> have a deep fake running yeah. the country. Or he's like in the middle of a seizure, like in the middle of his last moments. He he is just he is just barely. Isn't there a doctor who can inject some cocaine to his veins for something before <laughs> each interview? I think he's selling crack on the streets of. Uh, no, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I really don't know what's going on there. But but with Ukraine, I agree with you. He, he, there's nothing stopping Putin. That's there's, a lesson for you know for why you gotta rely. You can't rely on anyone but yourself. Nobody will help you. In yeah. the moment of truth. I mean, if Ukraine had nukes, I think Putin would have thought twice. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They'd nuke Moscow. And uh, now let's see. Because... because but non-proliferation. Non-proliferation, right? Like, we can't let people have nukes because then the whole no, world... No, we can. Will... Just... and Like, we can get... The strong nations, like, like the good guys, no, yeah, have nukes, and yeah, I, you know, you wrote to me this week. I don't really care much about Ukraine, but right, I said it. Yeah, you did. I did, but and <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you. I don't care that much about Ukraine. I mean, it's not like Ukraine. I have some like sentiment for the Ukrainian people more so than any other people. Yeah, they on were Earth. pretty mean. I don't. To yeah, I don't care. Jews. I don't care about the Ukrainian people. No, but you know what? It's a new people. It's not the people yeah. that whatever. I don't care about Ukraine. It's not important to me. The point is that there's a war going on between Russia and know, America, the and East China. and the West. Yeah, there's a there's a war going on between people who want to. The bad guy's gonna get appetite tyranny and freedom was basically you and you know people will say to you oh that's so like what are you simplistic you living in a movie man no i'm just like looking at the world <laughs> like russia sucks you can't talk about putin there without getting arrested yeah. or like sent to prison like china uh, uh you know sends millions of of muslims Ubers. to concentration camps like it's a shitty place to be you do not want to be living in china or russia Okay, you do want to be living in the United States of America. It's a wonderful place to live. Have fried chicken. One sucks. One doesn't suck. <laughs> and they're at war. Do you want to be on the side that sucks, or do you want to be on the side that doesn't suck? Yeah, it's a simple question. But the side that doesn't suck becomes very weak. Very yeah. weak. Yeah. Like Biden. What should I? I I was thinking this week if Trump was the president, would 
Putin do those things? Well, he didn't. You know, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He yeah. he, he stole Crimea yeah. while Obama was in power. Yeah, and he's doing this right now with Biden. And while you can't, you know, you can yeah. say whatever you want to say about Trump, but he didn't. Because the states should. What they should have said is, if you set foot in Russia, we are going to obliterate Russia. So I I don't know if that statement would have been would have done anything right because then not? it's because I think in diplomacy and in geopolitics like saying something like that is basically you're you're not leaving much of a right it's like if you're on the street and you say to someone right if you're if te- tensions are getting high and you look someone in the eye and you say like you know if you fucking touch that I will fucking murder you. Like, right, then if the other guy is either going to have to accept the fact that he's going to back down and be uh, subservient to you, right, and now you have have asserted your dominance over him, or he's going to have to test you out. And so you're taking a high risk there. Mm -hmm. Either you're going to actually assert your dominance or, and I think there's other ways you can go about it, right? You can kind of play it smart, and I was listening to Ben Shapiro, and he pointed this out. There's like this trick wire method, right? You put troops on the ground. You put American troops, like a contingency, like a small contingency of American troops along the border. Not like we're sending in hundreds of thousands of soldiers, but you put in you put in a thousand soldiers, you spread them across the border, and then Russia is very wary of stepping across that line because if they shoot an American soldier, they have now started the war right yeah. so there so there's all kinds of i think ways you can kind of deter russia from doing what they did without just saying like fuck you we're gonna wipe you out but that's also but the truth is the fuck you i'll wipe you out is also a way to go it's basically being a very scary unpredictable guy which, which I think is what was, trump did yeah yeah he didn't say those things but i think he was un, so unpredictable that putin was like uh, he might but you know what? Might forget the states like france the UK, Germany, guys, if if this happens, you're up next. What yeah. wh- what's wrong with you? Don't forget, Russia ruled half of Germany. Yeah, they ruled half of Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah Come and on, they're, they're trying to regain what they ruled. They're starting with Ukraine. What's next? Come on, I mean, if if the states doesn't threaten Russia, like Germany and and the UK can beat Russia e- pretty easily. Pretty yeah, which, easily, which might be what has to happen in the end. But but you got you gotta you gotta show force against those thugs. Yeah, but Germany is wary of showing force, right? Because they're dependent on Russia right yeah, now for, for the energy. Gas. Yeah, Nord Stream two. But you know that is this current situation. We'll see. Apparently, apparently sources are saying that what Russia will invade next week, this week, this week, this week. Yeah, let's uh, see. Let's see we'll what see. happens. Okay, we're going to wrap things up. Yeah, we promised some corona. We'll just say that Denmark, Norway, and Sweden have removed their restrictions for corona, and Israel is still... Everything. No masks, masks, no anything. Yeah. yeah, we still have masks. We still have masks. Did they cancel, finally, the Green Pass? They, we did. We canceled the Green Almost. Pass. Almost. Almost. They left a bit. Almost totally removed the Green Pass. Masks are still a thing. The thing that really drives me crazy, and I have to rant on it... Yeah is that uh, when you go abroad, when you come back from uh, abroad, you still need to fill uh, a form to the Ministry of Health reporting to those assholes where you were, what you did, what's your status, and then they tell you, 
we allow you, you, we grant you permission to enter Israel, and then they force you to do a PCR check and pay 80 shekels at the airport. And then they send you to, to isolation for 24 hours. It's just so It's a stone that someone threw the, to the well, and nobody cares, right? Because it's not big like the Green Pass. It's, it's small, so nobody cares. Yeah. And they just, what, what, somebody's making shitload of money. Yeah. And nobody cares about it. So why it's would they lift this? Unbelievable. It's such a pain in the ass to fly abroad and to, to get back into Israel. We didn't talk about it, but, well, we did actually on the last one because I was in the yeah. States. But yeah, we were stuck in the States for eight more days and everything because we had a slight cold. Yeah. You guys use taste buds back, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wants me to cook you some pasta? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you thought. Yes, Um, please, 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 guys, share this episode with your friends. Comment. Let us know. Send us emails. We love getting feedback from you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks uh, to Massa Israel Journey for being our sponsors. And also go to ajn.timesofisrael.com and check out the Australian Jewish News for news about the Australian Jewish community. Also, we accept donations, so please go to tunjubi.com slash donate and help us out. Thank you. That is it. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye.